This the link up. This the link up. This the link up. Welcome to the link up. This the link up. This the link up. This the link up. Welcome to the link up. Yes, yes, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Link Up Podcast with your host, Mr. King and Kana. What goes on, everybody? And on today's episode of the Link Up Podcast, we got a special guest in the building, you know, none other than Sir Martin's own DJ Bean. Mama, I a special introduction there, but you know, right? I don't know if you want to claim Sir Martin or Sir which Which one of your homes you claiming more? Because it's Sir Martin's own. I just claim both of them, you know. Okay, then. I love both my places. Multicultural in this place. Something. Of course. Okay then. Okay then. So you know, it is, this is one of. But you can say we practically both of us practically grew up with Bean. He's an ever associate. He ain't practically from ever, but he was always there <laughs> until so, Gary disowned me. But it's okay. Oh, I ain't even had to say nothing. <laughs> I ain't even had to say nothing. He, he don't mention it. Come, come we know this a bush road man. But we can't. First of all, first of all, yeah, we okay. can't. We can't really be breaking up I'm them things saying, again. I'm I mean, just saying. You know, it's, 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 we 2018, man. Mm-hmm. That's that's mm-hmm. the past. But the man decided to leave. Nah. And then if it was up to me, I would have stayed there for the rest of my time in St. Martin. Okay then. Now that we got now to the way. <laughs> the fact that you're not the bush road man, even though some people may perceive it as that. You for, may perceive it as that. For everybody that does not know, Bush Road is just an area in yeah, the district in St. Martin. It's just, you know, little altercations between the two of them. No nah, man, ain't, ain't nobody talking about altercations. They're just like her ass being like that's all. But I mean, you specifically point him out as a bush road man. <laughs> so I mean, I just, I just figured I give a little backstory to mm-hmm. why, <laughs> why that made well that was, why that was made specific, you know. But anyway, mm-hmm. you know, we got a homie up here. Yeah, man, good being up here. Explain, explain to the people who he is, where he come from, why you doing up here. You know, um, who's been born Suriname, raised in Martin. I up here studying media management right now, planning mm-hmm. to organize my own events, but I'll come in next year. Okay. And I'm probably doing have you after the study. Hmm. So you're doing MBO now? MBO now, yeah. Okay. And How then? long you been up here? Five years. Huh. Five years. You only been up here five years? Well, really? yeah, boy. I mean, that's a long time still, but only, but I, I thought you was a bit longer than that. <laughs> five years. Okay, okay, okay. And you, you still in the same study? No, I graduated from ICT in mm-hmm. 2015, and then I graduated this year for media management. Oh, uh, Okay. How come the shift are like from something like ICT to then media? Those is very kind of yeah, yeah. I know that question was coming. Way. Oh, you can see it like this. How I see it, I do ICT at first, so I could fix my own computers. Wait, wait, wait. Well, well, yeah. Explain to the people what is ICT. ICT is just information, information technology. Yeah, that. information communication technology. Oh, there you go. That's fixing computers, dealing with software, hardware, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And being a DJ, I just use my lo- my laptop a lot. Mm-hmm. And instead of paying for somebody to fix it, I could do it myself. Mm-hmm. Or make upgrades or whatever if you ever want to do I could do, do all of myself. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do ICT first. And then I say, you know, let me go pursue my dream as becoming an event manager. And I start in here by media management. Something that's a lot more, uh, that makes a lot more sense to correlate with what you do as a DJ on the side. Understandable. Yes, exactly. So how, how long <laughs> you really start been doing this DJ thing? I mean, every, I mean, we know you've been doing it for a while, but I mean, yeah. just, just to clarify um, for everybody else. 
I was a bedroom DJ between 2007 and 2010. Okay, wait. Mm-hmm. First, clarify what I is. I was just about to do that. The term bedroom DJ is you being a DJ, DJ who to just practice the whole time until you know that you're ready to go to the clubs. Oh. A oh. DJ, D- DJing as a hobby versus a profession, basically. Like you, basically, you, you yeah. wasn't getting paid. It was just more like I'm practicing, working on the skills, and doing it because you like to DJ type of thing. And then from then on, you could see if you're gonna do it as a job or just keep it as a hobby and make money on the side. Hmm. Okay. So between 2007 and 2010, I was a bedroom DJ, and then from after that, I went on trend all in places, and you could see I start professionally in 2010. So well, what was your first um, paid gig? My first paid gig, uh, that was in. Actually, it was for one of Andrew Dick Jams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't gonna boycott him. Sweatbox from Wayful back in the day? No, or? no, no. I was oh, still too okay, young for okay, that. Okay. <laughs> I, I was too young for the Sweatbox Jams. So, well, wait, which one? Which one this was? Yeah, what, which, ven- what venue this was? Uh, this was at Impulse. Aha. Uh-huh. His first jam at Impulse. That was my first paid gig. Okay, then. Okay. And then. my first time playing in Tantra was 2011. First time playing in Soggy was 2011. Okay, okay, okay. And what, what would you say is like one of your. Uh, the, the accomplishments are places that you played and stuff that you most proud of so far so far my biggest accomplishment is playing in switzerland mm-hmm. zurich and how you how you get down one yeah okay explain a little bit of like how that shout out DJ Spy. came yeah, about shout out DJ Spy. Like, um so it's just uh, what party it was like how yeah, what like, happened like you, i mean now that people say hey going to switzerland to play so i mean <laughs> what, what happened basically now? what happened was i come up here and i didn't try djing for like a year because i wanted to get used to the whole environment of holland and whatnot mm-hmm. and spy was actually the first person to give me a shot to dj in a club in holland mm. And from then on, me and Spy just grew a connection. I practically his, I can't say understudy, but... Uh, protégé. Protégé. Underling. That, that's where I was actually looking for. Mm. Uh, he's practically his protégé or underling. And from then on, everywhere he goes, he tries to bring me so I could get my name out there. Mm. So we kind of working together. And he's somewhat my manager. True that. Right. True that. <laughs> So it was just like, okay, there's this so he had party the in Switzerland. Yeah. And it was like, all right, cool. So we going, you come exactly. with me, do your thing. That, that was actually the plan. It was supposed to be three of us going because it was us three supposed to be like this team, you could call mm-hmm. it. But one of them ended up having to go Canada to DJ. So it was just mm-hmm. me and Spy. And then from then on, me and Spy have been going to Switzerland every now and then. Oh, how, how many times have you been so far? Two, hopefully making three in match. And what, what kind of parties are you going there for? It's a wow. island vibes party. They want more soca, more dance hall, more zook and whatnot. But zook? They might know about zook in Switzerland. <laughs> you ain't know why. <laughs> but um, they just listen to a lot of everything, but mainly like hip hop and dance hall. The soca is still busy growing. Dance hall too. Yeah, yeah. In Zurich, dance hall is one of the biggest. You could say the second biggest genre. Why? Because they have their own dance hall artists there, mm. and reggae artists. A Swiss dancehall artist. artist. Interesting concept. Well, then, like the, the Caucasian of the Caucasian, like. But like, can't meet um gentleman or whatever supposed yes. to be German or something like that. Gentleman is German. Like Gen- gentleman, the reggae artist. I, oh, I don't know. Like do German, <laughs> big in Suriname, and all kind of play. I don't yeah. like. Well, well, why is reggae so big in Suriname? Like I don't. I, I don't mean to sound like a stereotype <laughs> in Suriname's people or whatever. But, why, but it why just so ha- it just so happens that for some reason most of the, like almost all the Suriname's people I run into, they like really big fans of reggae and dance. like those two those those two genres in specific, like specifically, 
I don't know. Reggae? It just seems to be like yeah, reggae yeah. and dancehall. Like um, the dancehall. And I know, like, if you look, for example, reggae? if you look at a lot of the Surinamese artists up here, when you li- listen to some of the music that they make and stuff, the, the Dutch hip hop Surinamese artists and thing, yeah, it's very similar to dancehall and stuff. Okay, like that. that, that yeah, like, I thought that was just like the Dutch scene. I thought that like everybody else who ripping off of the Dutch. Like, it, but it's partly it partly reflects the music that they listen to and what their influences and just in speaking to lots of different Surinamese people because a lot of people that work in music and stuff up here. Well, most of the black people they happen to be Surinamese people so it's like they're the majority I guess of if you look at the minority of black people they probably, it's probably the most <laughs> they're, they're the majority yeah, the majority. Surinamese people make up the most of them oh, yeah. so it's like yeah. there's a lot of them in the music scene and different things like that and I just noticed that they've like dancehall and reggae is very very popular <coughs> among Surinamese culture it seems yeah, yeah that's something new for me um, I don't know how it actually all started because I didn't live Suriname all too long myself. Mm. I leave Suriname when I was like three months old to go to Martin. Mm. But that's a whole nother story. Mm. I ain't gonna get into that. Oh, okay. Um, but I used to go back. <clears throat> I used to go back every summer for vacation, and every summer I used to hear dancehall. Mm. And that's how I actually get introduced to the whole dancehall scene because of going back to Suriname and hearing dancehall down the street or up the road from me by my neighbors. And from then on, it just yeah but, so it wait, stick. You was hearing dancehall in Suriname and not Simati? Yeah, uh, more more in Suriname than you say than more you in Suriname Sur- than I was hearing it in Suriname. Let me say like, <laughs> interesting. What year this was? Because that, that's I find I, I really had to leave. <laughs> I leave Suriname nineteen ninety three. The year I was born. Yeah, nineteen ninety four. I know what happened. Nineteen ninety five. I know what happened. Mm. Them years, I didn't know what happened. The first time I could remember hearing a dancehall song was in Suriname. That was from Mr. Vegas and Sean Paul. Hot like. Something hard like we, no, that, that no, one? not no. hard like we. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yo, disrespect, disrespect. <laughs> it's some old, old song, and that was the first time I heard it in, I believe, 1996 Sean or 1997. Yeah, nine Shilala. It could nine be, I, about? I can't remember. I just know it's those two artists. I listen to hip hop, I'm not as edu- I'm, educated I'm pretty, as I should if, be on dance. I'm pretty sure it could sh- be that song. I'm not 100% sure. I'm pretty sure um, and that's when I first got introduced to dance hall. I first heard of Mr. Vegas and Sean Paul, went back to Martin, and then after a while, I start looking up Sean Paul, looking up Mr. Vegas, seeing people they featured in, and then looking them up. And that's why I get more deeper into dance hall. Yeah, hmm. I kind of get into it the same way too, actually. What would you say is your uh do you let me, before I even say that, do you have a specialty as a DJ genre wise? Yeah. Like <clears throat> is there a main genre that you focus on especially? Yeah, I was wondering about too actually. Can I see for like the past couple of years, kind you know, guy in yeah. social media and whatnot, you see you focusing more on this whole sort of vibe. So it's like that's that's what you try to think on or mm-hmm. that's just In St. Martin in St. Martin, I was more of a soca dancer DJ. Mm-hmm. But since I come up here, I've been really focusing on dancehall and Afrobeats. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I understand because they the work like really good why, together. Why the dancehall? Oh, I mean, because it worked. That, that's because why? it worked really good together, and I'd always like mixing dancehall. Okay. Dancehall just always just come easy to me. Hip hop growing to me late, but I get good in that as well. The only reason I actually play in a lot of soca now is because for the for the live streams, for example, mm-hmm. if I don't play soca, I don't get views. Hmm. Soka actually runs right now. I cannot like neglect it and not get views because I don't want to play what people want. Okay, I could I can see that. So actually, I just play soca for people then, but I prefer to play a lot more dancer. Dancer, but then this is the old dancer, old school dancer, or like the new garbage that they put in there too. <laughs> a little bit of both, you know. Between 2013 and 2015, dancer was trash. I ain't gonna lie. 
But from 2016 come up, it been getting back. It's still like trash. it groove. It's still trash. Who would you say? Some of the hottest dancehall artists. And that from like the 2016 to the like since right now, it, yeah, describing since it's been getting back a little more popping and thing. Who's you would say since like it's been getting back popping? Who is a new dancehall artist? Isn't it? I've been out of the dancehall culture, <laughs> so that's why I'm, I'm genuinely asking <laughs> so, so the man can educate me. Um, you have a new chick called Tenika Timika. <laughs> oh, I hear about her. Okay, yeah, that's I hear about her. I know pronouncing name, mm-hmm. I am baptized. It's Tamika or Tamika. They got the regular conscience. They got mm. vibes. They got space. It's con. Oh yeah, never mind. Vibes still lock up though. Yeah, yeah. vibes still. Yo, he's still dropping music like Gucci. Man's still man. dropping like, trap. Okay. <laughs> they I don't got, know how he been doing it, but okay. Uh, the man's I tell you, the man's a wheezier dancer. Huh? <laughs> mm. Vibes a legend. We all know that. We then they got uh, Movado come back hard into the dancehall scene because he had leave to go and really make hip hopish music. Hmm. Obviously, that ain't work out too well. Nope. <laughs> it did not. <laughs> He got a few hits here and there, but mm. <laughs> then they got Shensia. She's the biggest female dancer artist right now. Who? Shensia. Shensia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? What? She's Jamaican, sir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You ever heard a song, Ludi? Uh huh. <laughs> <Okay>, never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> what? what? Oh, they got Alkaline. They got Popcorn. They got a good bit of dancer artists now. I mean, Alkaline. Alkaline, I wouldn't consider Alkaline a new dancer. Yeah, artist. I've been hearing Not about him new. from when he had like, yeah. do that Popcorn, nonsense with his eyes, Popcorn or whatever. Popcorn ain't a new dancer artist, but yeah. like, like, um, who's this? This new? I don't follow the the, the like the that Jamaican version of the Shade Room on mm-hmm. on social media. And it seemed like um, this this young this young dancer fan always getting beef with somebody. Young dancer. That's just how much I really I focus on them. I don't. I, I, anyway, I get. I know Masika got beef with people now. That's the next. You can say newish artist. Hmm. I shall popcorn, not popcorn too. Popcorn ain't always beefing with somebody. Popcorn and alkaline always got problems. I think Idonia and what his name is. Alkaline got problems. Alkaline got problems with everybody. I think it's alkaline several. Alkaline got problems with everybody. I miss the old school dancehall beef, but. We're like hmm. beanie, beanie man, man beanie and bounty, <laughs> yo, between him man. <laughs> my twin twins, yo, my. Yeah, man. Shout out the twin twins. Bean, me just just make that that error to know twin twins them kind of ones. Everybody yeah, yeah. talks, anybody on the beat, man, they know about twin twins. Mm. They know about how to interject in this conversation. <laughs> they don't know about them kind of ones. I barely know about that. <laughs> <laughs> If you look at Beanie's birth certificate, Beanie's birth certificate, it was Mark Henry Morgan because he's a pirate. Who <laughs> Old school classics, boy. No, boy, but but I can I can understand. But then how how you just know how like what to what to take what to play? Now what to play? But like. How to balance it out? Because, like, for instance, you you more play, you say you more like to play dancehall. So, like, how do you balance out between playing the old school and the new school? Um, or is like the crowd you just really focus on? For me, it's the crowd I just really focus on. Whoever the crowd follow, and I think that's just a regular DJ standard. Yeah. You have to follow the crowd. DJ if you don't job play for is the to crowd, keep the party popping. Like. Dying tantra. <laughs> The DJ job is to keep the party popping. I know what Actually, I'm no, I like, I like. You know, my bad money. 
Shout out to Tanjo. Again, I think. Yeah, um, well, what a new name is. Lotus. Lotus, yeah, yeah. I did a new sign and thing. I show, you know, everybody in the grandmother going to be up in there once they open back. You know, Manny's a creative genius. creative genius. I don't even think it's going to be in my home more. I can't even do this in there. Yeah. Okay, okay. I believe so. I'm pretty sure I see some kind of advertisement. So, what would they do then with that location? That potential location is a pretty damn good location. Yeah, but the place also really effed up. Yeah, yeah I understand that. I mean, like, just where it is and stuff in the Maho yeah, and, yeah. like, tourist area yeah. or whatever, like, but from that, that perspective. But <laughs> is, sure, is it sure not the building right now? I sure they got something in the works, like, later on down the year to clean yeah. up or something. I would hope so, at least for him, because, I mean, like you say, it is a good location. I don't think he'll get anything better than Simpson Bay. You won't, actually. Wait, there's no... Well, like on the top of my head, I haven't been yeah. to my, I haven't been to SM in, like, three years, so... Yeah. I haven't been in four, so <laughs> yeah, you talk about all too bad. We, we we can't comment on this. <laughs> <laughs> None of us here can really comment on that. Hey, we deal with them in spirit again. Okay? Yeah, that, that's we, a fact. We, we support them from afar. But what you what what kind of gigs you to get up here then? Other than like in Holland itself, or you um, work more in than, mostly in Rotterdam, or you to be mostly in Amsterdam, or right now I just actually honestly only take gigs from Spy. But uh, the reason for that is. I got school to focus on and them other stuff mm. in my personal life I really have to focus on and if I don't get that in check then having a job on the side gonna make it more stressful for me and I need all of that right now so what I'm busy doing is just working with Spy playing for Spy and if I get outside gigs from one of my classmates because he's an event organizer okay. and then go play by him but other than that I don't really take on no gigs huh, but is that is that necessary because of the time constraint or like you just only want to like do nah, spy and, and it's know, really because like, of the time okay because when spy have his events i just magically have time because it'll be either <laughs> around his birthday or for rotterdam carnival around my birthday oh, yeah he does always be busy for carnival you know, so like the, summertime stuff the periods he chooses to hold <laughs> events this will be the most ideal for me hmm. and everybody else does either have it too far from rotterdam because i is not going all the way on for example <laughs> Well, Hell I mean, the money good enough. I mean, I went Kroningen once to play. The crowd was I nice, imagined. but mm-mm. not you, again. Yeah, yeah. Have a DJ at any of the ever parties that we had show up here? Uh, no. Wait, no. You was up here, friend. Yeah, you had to be up here for the friend. When I was in Uncle Floyd, I was there for one. I was supposed to play for one, but didn't end up playing again. Hmm. Cause that that would make more sense. Yeah. But then now, now thinking back, like you ne- I never see her. Oh, I don't remember seeing you though. Nah, I think I was there for the 2013 I version. Yo, I don't even. I, don't ask me about years. I don't know what I year. Don't I don't remember <laughs> what years it was. I remember. According to me, I, I just still claim that I started it, you know, and then, you know, I handed it over to, you know, Mr. Sly Guy. And then right. he just kept it running. It was just something that was popping, and it was popping for a while. It was fun while it lasted. <laughs> but yeah, and then that was it. My man decided, decided, you know, this house party thing ain't really conducive to. <laughs> so. We, um, regarding future and stuff like that a little bit like do you see it being more like uh, would you shift more into like just only event planning or still DJing or would you do like combine the two Not when you like you know if everything goes as planning and get through your yeah. event planning stuff yeah like what's, well, the, what's the end goal kind of like what's the future plans then the end goal is actually to combine the both mm-hmm. I want to end up having one of the biggest event organizing companies in Holland but I also want to become a DJ. Like, mm-hmm. DJing is actually my main focus. Event organizing was just there and the startup for me to, like, build myself. So, you know, I can organize the event, go to the club, play by myself. People get acquainted with me. 
But then after a while, everybody been telling me, look, I know, I can see it. You love organizing stuff. Mm. Do it as a job. You're going to be good at it. You're always doing it. I'll just do it now. So, yeah, I can just combine the two. What it both pay, works together. What will pay more? To be honest, I don't know, yeah. Get a job at Live Nation and thing, working with them people, all the people who just set up the shows and the tours yeah. and the festivals and things for whatever artists and things. Yeah, yeah, but there's that, money in festival or in festival and party organization. There's money in that. Yeah, but when DJs just make money too now. Yeah, if depending on yeah, what but, genre. But, but that's the EDM DJs out here getting paid crazy money in comparison to hip hop DJs, for example. What hip hop DJ is there that getting paid like the EDM, like Steve Aoki and okay, the yes, Martin yeah, Garrixes yeah, yeah. and the Calvin, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, but then the s- EDM DJs on another but then next at the same level. Time, wouldn't you also agree that the EDM have not like a to a certain extent a bigger fan base? They have a bigger fan base, especially up here. Europe. In this country, for sure. In I mean, Europe, that's, that's, Europe, that's what period. I'm saying. Like, the, but the festivals and everything is organized around them in some ways. All the festivals is like most of the festivals that you see in Holland is EDM festivals are primarily EDM. There's more hip hop festivals and stuff coming yeah, up now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The but EDM been popular. running the festival scene and I stuff mean, like when, that. I mean, when before prior to actually last year, because last year was the first time I ever went to a festival up here. Mm. Whenever you, whenever somebody say festival, I think in techno, yeah. all that, some yeah. people <laughs> popping pills and I'm kind of want to check. So I mean, the fact that they got now they got urban and that's festivals. why them and yeah. the, the ticket prices for festivals and things. That's why DJs could get paid the type of ridiculous money. Re- the angle like, though, it'll be a different vibe. But like I remember, it'll be a completely different vibe. Like for instance, a festival versus a club. Mm. Yeah, it'll yeah. be a completely different vibe. I really didn't think it would be enough different. I, I really honest now I understand the hype. Because hmm. yeah. hey, before, like my first, my first couple of years up here, like yeah, but Sean, we check this festival. Like, yeah, cool. Was it? Was the price forty, fifty, <laughs> forty? <laughs> and that's me right now. Forty? <laughs> nah, nah, nobody. But going, especially if you go in a group, especially a group of assholes, like what I normally travel with, it 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 it'll be entertaining, boy. Hmm. I I got some stories there that I probably shouldn't tell nobody. <laughs> but again, because of the assholes that we, they probably go end up telling putting it out there. But it it, it it'll be interesting, but especially some of the people you end up meeting and the things you end up seeing. Hmm. I ain't been to a festival yet all my yo, life. Yo, yo, tr- trust me. So, it's by being this summer, <coughs> try to check out some of them, especially the ones in Amsterdam. I don't got a plan this year. I want to go Anchor Festival. I not effing around whatsoever. I ain't gonna lie. I was look. I, I just be look. I look at many of the lineups and things from some of the festivals they had. Some of the hip hop festivals they may have recently. Like they look pretty entertaining. Like some of the like the artists that they have on them. And kind know they got like um, Vestival, I believe. There's yeah. Wuha. There's Encore Festival. Mm-hmm. There's um, a ur- there's urban music, or yeah. urban hip hop festival mm-hmm. or something there's like apples, that. There's Apple Sap. Apple Sap, but that's more uh, reggae. Not necessarily more hip hip hop in general. Yo, but but <laughs> but I have to say this: out of all the festivals I went to, I went to like at least four or five mm. last year. Apple Sap was one of the best ones, mm. and why? Because I had two UK DJs just fucking up the dance hall, Jack. Mm. Yo, these man like. I th- I pretty I pretty sure I talked about this on the podcast already, but these are some like Macaulay, Culkin, Caucasian, two <laughs> yo, two straight up white boys. Like I did not expect mm. that. Like yo, they pulling out all the old school. Yo, the man run dancehall. I never hear in St. Martin. Hmm. Like shit, I used to like I would only hear in my room. Hmm. Hmm. I can tell you this, like UK dancehall scene 
it huge. Yeah, there's a lot of West Indians over in in, in um the UK and shit. Yeah. So, but I mean, a lot of them is they, they bring the culture. A lot of them come straight from J A. Yeah. Yep. <coughs> you can go way too much J A. People. I mean, if you look at it, it kind of makes sense. It's like saying, you know, Holland got too many Somali people. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> yep. well, what you, what you wanted to do. We we didn't ask for it. We went where the colonizers wanted us to go. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> this is what we had a choice. But <coughs> no, but even even. So I, like just Caribbean music in general is just growing. So being um, around the world, so I find. So being you, you gonna be the one to bring the dance hall festivals to Saint Martin. Then. To Saint Martin. Oh, well, then mm. say you say you're trying to be the biggest festival organizer, uh, event organizer in Holland. Yeah, you, did, you didn't include yeah, Saint Martin <laughs> in that plan. So I, I just making the okay, assumption okay. that you're going back no. to set the, to that no. at some point. But no. that don't seem um, like it's in the, it's no. in your plan. Look, mm. to be honest, my plan I love Saint Martin, mm. but I can't live there. Mm-hmm. I, I can't. I don't see myself living there for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. But I can go back. I can organize stuff for it. Hell yeah, that, that was a no brain. Because like I was just talking about this recently with somebody, like looking at that. Um, I forget the name of it, but it's the Martin Music Festival that they did on the French side, the ED, another EDM festival. I think it's the Martin mm-hmm. Music Festival stuff. Yeah, that's what it's called. That's such a music festival. <laughs> yeah, I think that's itself. I'm, I'm probably that. But I mean, like, things like that, those is great opportunities for the island, things like that. It's a new something that pop up there. It seemed like it was successful and thing. The, um, the different articles that was being written about that festival bringing more tourism and things like that yep. to the island. We need young, educated, passionate professionals and things <laughs> to go and revitalize these type of industries, open up new industries for the island. Show them like, yo, we don't need to just do a standard cruise ship type of thing that we've been doing or whatever but it was. Will, like, there's do other thing possibilities. Specifically, I ain't saying it gotta be dance. No, but I just, I know, I, I yeah, ask yeah. in this previous, I just ask him personally because you bring it up. Do you think mm. a specific dance hall festival works in it? Um, I feel like I would need to do more um, homework into wh- what, what existing dancehall festivals to see if there's any other thing going on in the Caribbean already. Because I don't know, I don't know that information off top whether there's another dancehall festival in the not, region. If there is, not that I know, other they, they, apart they have, from Jamaica and, and VI, a um, dancehall or reggae festival. They, they, they I know they got reggae, reggae festivals yeah. and stuff for sure. But specifically, that, but that's the thing, a lot of people just think dancehall and reggae is the same thing. It's not. Well, it's very similar to hip hop, R&B type of thing. Many people just group those two as well. And in my opinion, oh, yeah. the, is like hip hop R and B is like is they're very different, but they're both black art forms that honestly the beat patterns and stuff is very similar of a hip hop beat and a R and R and B beat and stuff like that. The mm-hmm. the drums and instruments use same, but like where you put the kick and the snare and stuff like that in hip hop music and in R and B music is the same thing. This if you look at Bryson Tiller for example, Bryson Tiller just sung over a bunch of rap beats, a bunch of trap beats and stuff on his first project and call it Trap Soul. But I mean that's to show like how similar the two genres is regarding their makeup. If you just change like '90s R&B is a different song because they're using different instruments, but still the beat placements of like the kick, the snare, whatever it is, mm-hmm. is the same. same type of thing. And to me, hey, um, dancehall and reggae is the same thing in the sense that it's like they're more or less the same type of genre, but it's just one is more singing, one is more like the chanting, rapping type of element. Like one is the I guess more hard, aggressive kind of thing. One is the more softer. So like, correct, so like, correct. So like that's how I look at it. Dancehall would be gangster rap, yeah. And basically, would be hip hop, yeah. Basically, they singing in that in reggae music, are they not most of the time? 
Yeah. And like the main thing is like a bounty killer. No, I, just, I, just, I, just think, I just like, thinking about I thinking about the comparison you make there. Bounty okay. killer's <laughs> a rapper, I think it was it like Lumber Self had pointed that out to me like yo like the bars that bounty killer got and he thinks is like he competing sorry, right? he killing some of these uh, like US rappers and thing we talking about punchlines and metaphors Dance, and whatnot. Or like Idonia and thing. From Idonia to Bounty to Sizzler. Even Sean Paul, okay, no. Vibes Cartel, because <laughs> Sean Paul was never known to be lyrically. I don't even know what I was trying to do. I think, you know, I was trying to put him in there because he had my same name. Mm. I'm not trying to big him up, but it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yo, that man, yo, that oh, man oh. used to go in, boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, to me personally, I find a dancehall artist called Old Rap or Normal Hip Hop Rapper. I don't know, but that—that that was just me personally. I think I have a bit bias. I, I, I can agree too. It depends. I, 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 I find it, depend, way- it depends who you pick and put them up against. Cause they did. I ain't gonna lie. There's a lot of wack hip hop artists, but I'm to willing that. to bet there's probably equally as much. Oh, for sure, hip wack hip hop. I mean, dancehall dance artists. I mean, we, we know that, but I mean. I don't know, but yeah, you put vibes and Lil Wayne or something up no, against each okay, other. No, you're you, like, hmm, you know, you, I don't know. You right. You right. But then at the same time, I still I think it might be a little interesting because I was thinking of vibe self. Mm. If you put vibes next to somebody in Lil Wayne, cool. Not Lil Wayne, no. Lil Wayne back in a couple years ago, maybe. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, like eight or nine Lil Wayne. Yeah. If you take that Lil Wayne, put him against vibe, yeah. I feel Mr. like Mr. Carter, Lil Wayne, them, them kind of it's a but toss up. Then, but you see, <coughs> Lil Wayne at least vary his topics from time to time Lil Wayne has made so much music he's rapped about everything yeah basically. okay but what why I would give it more to Vibes Cartel hmm. is because Vibes Cartel the rap about the same shit hang on lie. Like that, 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 that's one thing. Yo, you know how skillful you have to be to rap about this. This man finds so many different angles different to talk ways. about In vagina. a million different ways yes. that people This still man has used every thoughts. angle possible, every angle imaginable yo, about vagina every, to be like, yo. Every, oh, yo, almost every tune is my when when ramping shopping and must come out. That year, every tune by Scott <laughs> was a was a hit. And what he talking about nothing about slamming. <laughs> Nothing but slamming. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> Yo, like, you, that's a skill. I saw it. That's a skill. I don't the have. Math a, I don't, is a skill. I don't have a counterpoint. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's a. I mean, yo, we say at least. Okay, the man went from. You know his 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 kid sometimes. He's talking, about, jobs, weed. He's talking weed. a little bit about politics, a little bit about this. Le- like, exactly a little about politics, a little bit about the you know the codeine and the, the gangster stuff, life, yeah. and you know so you know like, he go he little rock things here and there. Vibes yeah. Cartel was straight, boom. You met get a little gun violence here and there. But then you could put a dude like Vibes against the perfect one. We already mentioned his name in this conversation, Gucci Mane. Cause Gucci been trapping. No, Gucci been trapping since I was in high school. Gucci been trapping. Like Gucci went jail, he still been trapping. Like Gucci been trapping as long as Gucci but, has been around. But but Gucci is not the same Gucci as he is. No, I'm pretty sure Vibes is the same. Well, according to the music, he's still in jail. We, <laughs> like, we, we, we have to see yet when he comes out, he might be a new Vibes. Just like Gucci was a new Gucci after he came out of jail. But I don't think I don't think Vibes coming out. I don't no. think the I don't according think Vibes coming out anytime soon. <laughs> Sorry, I know vibes ain't coming out. But once the man making him music, making him money, you think he care? That you that, and that's another thing. Is this jail man a punishment? Is, like, obviously, is, not, is it really a punishment? It, to, like not in Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, you could say the same thing about Gucci, but I mean, the way music works, like, is this man recording new material or is he just putting out old stuff? Because I feel like that's a difference. Yeah. Okay, look. Is he recording new material while being in jail? That's a good question. I think so. Or is it just the vault? I think it's half and half. Unreleased stuff. It's half and half. I think it's half and half. Tupac was making music for quite some time after he died. I mean, not making, but you mean, yeah, yeah. Music was coming out. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, is yeah, it yeah. really new music or is it just he got a large a vault of music I mean the, the, the thing Prince is, had like what um, yeah catalogs yeah. Vibes Cartel had a <coughs> serious rumor behind him he had about I think it was 10 or 12 terabytes of just acapellas mm-hmm. but everybody found it a little suspicious how that specific acapella could fit on that specific rhythm and that's where everybody start thinking this man recording it or does he just have his stash away because if you hear a song um from buster and girlfriend hmm. in that song he speaks specifically about a girlfriend how he know a song about girlfriends was gonna come up so everybody ever since that song released everybody's saying no this man have to be recording inside jail because there's no other way to explain i it. think that but i think it's at the same time like the whole tupac and little Wayne situation well not when I say when I compare Lil Wayne, I mean the fact that he he has a lot of like stuff written or what he mm-hmm. used to write. So I think it's more that like this man just writes so much that isn't did it just take a verse or did it just take whatever whatever song like go like pertains to the whatever they trying whatever vibe they trying to mm. come up with. Yeah. They just take a, whatever verse from him and just plug it in and just try mm. to like loop around. I I I think that I think I could th- be a possibility. You never know. You never, <laughs> but I'm but, just saying like there, there's a lot that can be done with acapellas and stuff. Exactly. If you, like if you put them in the hands of the right engineer and stuff, if you just got raw vocals, they don't even necessarily have to be on beat or on a time and stuff like that. There's a lot that can be done with just raw vocals if you put them on a beat, especially if they have some kind of cadence and he you know like for let's say he was just doing the acapella to a certain track. If you know what BPM. Mm-hmm. Um, he was rapping to whatever it was that he allowed him to come up with that rhythm, that acapella and stuff. Then you just find another beat that's that BPM and or make one around it. Depending if you got a right producer and stuff like that, all of these things ain't. It like, plays a big factor. They possible. The like, they ain't that hard for people that know what it is they doing. That job it is to do this type of stuff. Like, but I, <clears throat> I don't know about. But even even people even somebody <laughs> like Vibes Cartel, I. I don't necessarily like his new stuff too much. I mean, I don't know if it's because I get a little older. I've been hearing the same thing over and over again, Maybe. like we just say just now. But like, is is nothing? Is like, all right. Again, you're talking about poom. So like, let me hit, <laughs> let me hit a rhythm. Maybe yeah. it's a different rhythm. And if I don't feel the rhythm, it's like, all right, cool. I'm um, He have a, a <coughs> certain new songs that is surprisingly not about poom. But hmm. he have a certain new what songs. About, <laughs> what about jail? <laughs> I really see what kind of why that's a good reference. I mean, I, there's a whole lot because like, listen, imagine if that was just the first quarter of this man career. And he like, listen, I just wanted to do nothing but poom, but now you seen the true cartel, and now the man gonna touch every topic that there is. Cause the fact that he still only was talking about poom for so long, <laughs> Yo, it opens up the possibility it, it for really him. No, it really baffles me that this man legit was. Put it on ninety nine, like ninety seven percent of his songs was poop now, and like it, that was one of the things that I was always thinking about. Phrase, and when you look at a dude like Gucci, he still or like 
Gucci, wow, take any trap artist, any dude that's like the trap rapper or the gangster rapper or whatever, they mm. still have space and time in their career as they age and stuff like that to go through the movement of, oh, now I'm turning conscious, now I'm getting political, now I can go these type of ways. Normally, mm. you can't go the other way. If you, Kendrick, cannot start trapping. Because people will be like, yo, this is not authentic. We know you are, are like a J. Cole or like anybody that came out in that lane. Like yeah, Drake like, I, cannot start trapping. Yeah, no, Drake can't, Drake, Drake can't be like, yeah, I'm going to hop out with a Drake when it comes to you. Like, no, no, stop it. But what started at the point in time, but what had tried to start pretending to be gangster and stuff like that nobody bought it nobody we watched you grow up on tv man how are you trying when, Chad, when did Chad, you have time to be gangster Chad, like, Chad, stop it nobody believed stop it, it and okay, stuff Chad, like that. stop it and that way i feel like with a cartel though he was only doing this he still has all that time for the evolution as artistically to be like no yeah, one touching true. this i went jail he could he could sell the angle of like i went jail i reform i'm like gucci now i'm clean i'm sober and all these things like yeah. Whatever it is, like he, he could still push that if he ever were to come out of jail or even if he in jail and thing, he could go through a Malcolm X phase and you know been reading in the other like I, I don't know that's whatever. True, but again, I can't. If, if you have to reference in his songs, not really. <laughs> <laughs> nah, not I'm so just much. Saying, the, 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 the possibility is there. Well, to see a change, it's really like unlikely. It's really unlikely. But if the people like, if the, he making what people like to do, I mean, I mean, that, that's the thing. If the people keep resonating, like yo, I've been talking about Poom for years and years and years, and yeah, people but, still but loving I, but it. So why, why, why do I change up the formula? But as I, but as I saying, if crackheads like crack, why are you gonna stop selling crack? If any broke, don't fix it. So no, you can't. No, like, no, no, man, no, if man. your job, no, if your job is selling crack, like if if that's your profession, if that's how you make your living, and people still coming to buy crack, why am I not going to stop selling even, it? Eventually, you have to grow a conscience and realize that selling crack is not the way, and that you're actually messing up other people's lives and families. Regardless, okay, people, they didn't have saying. to come and I get. The, if they don't get the crack from you, they will probably get the crack from somebody else. Why and is Philip Morris still a thing? But like well, at least tobacco companies oh, for the morals. Yeah, yeah. White like cigarette companies. Bye. You don't think they don't know that they're killing people? They've been Touché. killing people for years. But <laughs> they're legally killing people at least. Yeah. That's the difference. How does that earn consolation that No, that is a legit only difference. One is legal, one is illegal. That's the difference. That's the only... One is federally banned, one is not. But we, we went so off track. How did we get here? We started about dancehall and vibes cartel. And this, this is me every week. And then it comes to festivals. They never get to answer the question about festivals. But hey, it's good that he's on track. Bean is, Bean is on point. Like, That's while we busy doing nonsense, Bean is on point and wanting his interview to continue. So, Bean, go ahead and answer your question. His question. <laughs> wow. Okay, um, to answer your question about a festival, uh, let's call it a dance hall festival in Samantin. <coughs> The biggest that was a question. Yeah, Jesus I Christ. was like, which question he yeah, answered? I was just waiting on him to do it. This is so wrong. Where? Um, oh, good God. <laughs> okay, a good one, a good. <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. The, the biggest I see this festival going is, you could say, as big as either a Heineken regatta or just a thing in the festival village. I don't see it being as big as the Simata Music Festival because mm-hmm. dance have been losing its punk. Yeah, I mean, you mm-hmm. Dance have been going down the drain for a good while now. Mm. Everybody know it, and soka just rising. So mm. if I say, let me organize yeah. a soca festival. 
I got whole Saint Martin probably whole Anguilla coming. Hmm. That was like and no don't forget Sable, Sable Station. Depending on how you promote it and things like that, boy. How I promote it? Who I got? Yeah. What type of artists you got on the bill? No, but but even worldwide, by soca really. Soca is really growing, man. You could see if I hold a big soca festival in Saint Martin, like how they have the SXM festival, one event on the Dutch side, one on the French side. I could still get a lot of people, let me say, from maybe Holland or from France because Soka been in France for like a good while now. And since Dutch this whole... Dutch Soka lovers and things up yeah. with the Soka so- They got the Dutch Soka lovers. The, the UK be, and things. Uh, UK alone did it be Nottingham, all over. Is Nottingham Carnival? No. Yes, yeah. Nottingham Carnival, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're going to be all over. So, yeah. There's definitely a lot more target group potential of people that you could reach out to a wider audience, a larger audience with the Soka. Exactly. And that's the same reason I still play Soka. That, that that definitely makes sense. Can I even see my my you know shout out my small life people in Japan. You know they 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 been yeah, really yeah, these remarks. <laughs> the way you chose to describe people, we trying to make a PC show. You know we trying to get this show politically correct so we can get sponsors and all of these type of things. Yo, YouTube will kick us off the platform. Like. They'll be like, yo, you need to stop with all of these type of comments. YouTube will kick us off the platform. Yo, I I personally find small I is a better way than saying slanted. Can you not just say Asian people? Are though? you? Are you Can you not say Asian people? <laughs> you can't say like Japanese or Vietnamese or Chinese. You know specifically who you're referring to. Can you I not can't. say Japanese? Like, I can't. But I mean, <coughs> my small eye people. I understand. I understand. I'm just saying. Do you? Do you? Even you know my Japanese people. I just trying to stop Soko. us from getting kicked off the platform. That's all I'm looking out for. Soka up there, getting like it really, it really yep. growing over there, and at one like. A decade ago, dancehall was not a big something, but it was like popular on the ground scene. But yep. that's uh, the while I was over there at least, I think that was 2018, that's like three years ago now. Uh, from what I was told from the locals, this, the dancehall scene itself dying down a little bit more. So you really gotta look for like specific events. Yep, exactly. Or, like, you have to like a specific times in the year to just show them and stuff. Like, um, it's still there, but ain't as big as it used to be like maybe 10 years ago. The, the thing is, dancehall been dying. And yeah. You know, it's true. The, the thing with a skilled dancehall is all the artists want to be dissing each other. So instead of focusing on like the people, that's, like, they focus in on the diss tracks. That's true. And here, vibes still talking about Puma and that's what people still listening to. <laughs> No, but actually, you have a point. That's why people say, yeah, because everything... That's true, no. And you think about that. You make a point. If you sit down... If you look back, two of the biggest people, I mean, Bounty Bounty and Beanie. Yeah, but that yeah. arguably a couple years ago, these was two of the biggest people. Uh, Between arguably two of the biggest yeah, people no in dancehall. No like, then man, they got no veg man, cartel, that, Beanie nah, for sure. Nah man, no Bounty, man. I feel no like man, may no might have been on a little no. lesser scale than Beanie man. Like what? internationally, okay, internationally, internationally, yeah. Beanie is definitely more known than Bounty. If you're a dancehall fan, yeah, you gonna know Bounty. There's together. no way you rate Beanie more than Bounty. There's no way you rate between him more than Bounty. <laughs> There's no yeah. way. There's I'm no way. International impact music. That's like Beanie that's like saying you're known that, than Bounty. But Sean Paul more than Bounty. Yeah, Sean Paul is probably the most known, or uh, one of the them. most dancehall artists. Sean Paul is the most versatile dancehall artist they have in the world. He speaks the most understandable to a white audience. Let's, that's, let's not, get it that's, clear. Not true. No. that's not true. Compared to Bounty, compared to Beanie, yeah, but you can't. Yeah, more but, understandable, no, but Sean Paul. 
bounty killer between like Beanie Man. Beanie Man Who's and Beanie Man can sell Beanie Man yeah. and And that's the reason why Beanie Man has more international success over Bounty Killer because he's more understandable. He's way more understandable than Bounty. Yeah, because Bounty not trying to be understandable. Bounty's sticking to the whole dance. Okay, I that, understand I think that. that's, I think I that's separate that. that a little bit between but the But that's the reason why a dude like Sean Paul is more successful than all these people. Why was yeah. Bob Marley that successful? Because Bob, there's lots of great reggae artists but Bob Marley speaks very, very clear, very, very understandable to somebody that's that not true. from Jamaican culture. That, yeah. that allows his music to spread to a much wider audience because it sounds a lot close to what is perceived as traditional English. You can't deny these facts when you're looking yeah, at that and reggae that. That is true. But then Abuju Banton, you tell it he could like he's great though, but he will never be as big as uh Bob Marley because how much people can really understand? How much people put in the effort to really understand how what Buju's saying? Yo, yeah. I sometimes I don't know, know what Buju's saying. What he's saying. <laughs> this is I my mean, point. I even <laughs> I I still, that limits the genre. Though. I still, yeah. I still trying to figure out that Orwa song from Capleton. I don't know if I remember that that, that old school to Orwa. Uh, I know, but I'm gonna have to listen to it. I I tell I I'm gonna, after after the show, but I'm thinking, me, I ain't I, even gonna try to. I have a question, uh, like regarding the whole festival thing we were just talking about. Like, uh-huh. what other um. Um, 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 is there a dancehall festival? I don't know if you had come to an answer on that, like to your knowledge. And is there another? <laughs> yes, yeah, man, in the Caribbean, they have enough dancehall festivals. Well, it's more reggae festivals. Yeah, reggae go, and all of yeah. They go under the name reggae because internationally, it's dancehall is known as reggae. Hmm. Reggae is just dancehall and reggae put together. Hmm. It's so sad. Which I find really sad because they have to try make the the, the distinction a separation. There's a clear distinction between the two, and that, uh, to yeah. me, that's personally insulting a reggae yeah. a reggae fan as well. Yeah, because it's not. I mean, you can't compare Morgan Heritage to to Bounty and them ones. Yeah, exactly. You can't Jack do that. You know, they, yeah. they have. Yeah, you okay, no, no, no. You could, you, you could compare Jackie and Morgan Heritage. You can compare them, but you can't compare like Jack, yeah, Jackie and yeah. Morgan Heritage. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Those two, Jackie yeah, and Alex Sizzler. You can't do it. Candy. But um, I know St. Lucia have a festival, hmm. a reggae festival, Antigua supposed to have one. And they have a couple of islands that have a reggae festival, like really just reggae I, and dancehall. If I'm mistaken, I think the VI, the VI got the one. The VI is supposed hmm. to have one, one as well. I know exactly. And one. I know, well, I'm not 100% sure, but I believe SK had started one, I think, two years ago. What do you think about the idea of a Zouk, Kizomba, Kompa type of something? Because I feel like Kizomba, I feel like Kizomba along with the Afrobeats is definitely on the rise yeah, as well. It is on the rise, but like are you think so? The Zook Are you anything so? <laughs> to be honest, asking, what I, y'all I think kind, about the idea? I kind of I, you know okay, you're the DJ. Mm-hmm. You will find there's a little bit of a difference between Zook and Kizomba. There is there's a difference, but there I mean is. they're all like they're in the same type of vein <laughs> regarding <laughs> a, music, a music. They're okay. more like close, slow dancing. Yeah. Kind of like Caribbean. That's like Caribbean ballroom music. Like Caribbean, if you okay. do it a waltz yeah, and those yeah, type yeah. of things, yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah, Zook, Zook and what you call it, Zuki Zomba, Kompa. I'm not too familiar on Kompa as much. To me, that's a little more of a... Kompa have more piano knowledge. It's a little yeah. more like, like a, out, a step outside. But Kizomba and Zook in particular, I feel like they're like sister genres. Like They are. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but I... I I don't know, but to me, Kizumba is like an artificial version. I don't know. Maybe just because I grew up with Zook. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe that's, that's, it. that's the probably right. But my, for my knowledge, Zook is more of a um, like something from Haiti type of thing. Along yeah, with Kompa versus yeah. Kizumba is like traditional African thing. Certain mm-hmm. African countries, that's more of a Kizumba thing. South, it wasn't um, South, Africa, Africa, South, Africa. South Africa. South Africa. Oh, South Africa. I thought it was like South American. No. I don't know nothing about it's South not, America. South, I don't know. 
you probably talk about the video you see from the people dancing with in Brazil. Oh, but, with, with all the girls in the jeans pants? Yeah. yeah. Kizomba originated yeah, in Africa. It starts spreading because. Can't me was the Congo because I was, I was recently, I recently was watching a video. I recently was watching a video where this dude was talking about how um, Kizomba spread to Portugal and stuff like that. Oh, the yeah. reason why Kizomba is as big as it is is because like a lot of the um, Africans from. I believe it was Congo or some one of the countries that had mm-hmm. something to do with Portugal that was colonized by Portugal or because whatever. They know and then they, <laughs> and then they, and then they made a journey there and because of the Africans that migrated from Africa yeah. to wherever they was in Portugal and stuff like that, then seeing this kind of thing spreading, then the Europeans and different people started to pick it up and kinda of <coughs> But if you think of it, that's how all music genres are spread. Hmm. Dance all the Jamaicans leave Jamaica, listen to dance all, they went other places, they start listening to it. But when you look at most Caribbean genres of music from soca dance or other things, you can still see the African roots and things yeah, like from the, the importance, the influence of the drums and stuff yeah, in the music. It's like, yeah, damn fool. <laughs> I, I just needed to put that out there just so the people let them know. <laughs> I think anybody that's been keeping up with this podcast, they could this what, episode 22? I think they do that by now. I think they do that by now. But, I mean, you raise, you raise a point, because, I mean, like, almost everything, it seemed from, you know, this planet, origin from Africa. Basically. More or less. More, More or, less. or less, yeah. So, I mean, I mean I'm, I'm surprised. But that's the sad know. thing. A lot of stuff originated in Africa. It spread from Africa, yet Africa is seen as the poorest continent in the world. I find that pretty depressing. Yeah, yeah, but that's just because white people rule the world, and then and they're going to show us yeah. that. So I mean, until you know, until we really outpopulate them or like outfinance them, which ain't gonna happen in the next at least forty to fifty years, that's gonna be like that for a while. Sadly, we can't do nothing about it. No, no. I mean, wow, we just got the whole depressive vibe. Why? <laughs> My bad, but <laughs> I think <laughs> I gonna take responsibility for that one, but. Jesus. <laughs> so back to the soca thing, right? I feel like the whole idea of, you know, you being interested in the event planning and thing like that and what you're looking to in the future, I feel like it's a very interesting conversation, at least for me personally. Honestly, to be like, I what would be the next viable festival that... Can I just think from a man perspective of like, yo, we need something other or than tourism, tourism or yeah. we need to take yeah. a new approach to the way we're doing this tourism thing <laughs> and I feel like with festivals music these things mm-hmm. is great tour- things to drive tourists to like build awareness for the island and different things that are to drive tourism to come to the island and I just feel it's, way- it's something that can show the government for example to actually realize that there's a need to invest in the music arts and culture yeah. stuff on the island because mm-hmm. mpc whoever if you wanted to do something with music and things like they always tell you there's not enough students that want to do that so we can't offer that program or whatever if you want people that wanted to choose that package and thing yeah but we like, need to also start supporting our own because there's, no, there's yeah. no reason there's no reason for somebody to want to go into music and want to do this and want to die they don't get support yeah exactly so and it's, 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 yeah, they need to see that there's a possibility that i could get paid from this if at least there's this first well if this become an annual something be like okay cool i know i could perform here potentially at least that's one thing and if there's more people more people more people from Saint Martin that's also 
um, operating on the same idea, they could create multiple opportunities for That's different true. genres and things so that we could actually see that, okay, there is infrastructure <coughs> being laid for a St. Martin music scene to actually develop, to become a viable no, option. It doesn't only have to be St. Martin, but just from a Caribbean basis. If other islands ain't doing it, uh, because other islands have the same problem. It's like, okay, if only one person in this school want to do this thing, we're not going to fund that program and thing like that. That's and that's what happens whenever you have places with low populations. It's like there's always people that's left out. So if we could provide that, offer that, we could benefit from other islands and too coming into St. Martin for that specifically. But if, if you look at how Jamaica is worldwide more well known, whenever people talk about the Caribbean, why do they know Jamaica? Because of how powerful the music is. Because of people like Bob Marley and stuff like that, people know Jamaica on a worldwide scale. It's like it's not Jamaica's a lot bigger than St. Martin. Yeah, I understand yeah, that. that is true. It's yeah, a lot I, bigger than St. Martin. I, I get that, but that don't mean da, we can't do nothing. Da da has a big role to play there as well. People know Trinidad because of Soka, because of Carnival. Yeah, but only <laughs> now they really starting because they of social media. They, they really they starting to know. know. They know that we know if it wasn't for Rihanna and stuff like that, that definitely plays a big part. Showing yeah, like Bar- okay, Bar- 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 yeah, Barbados yeah. culture yeah. and thing like. Yeah, but you see, that, that's because mm-hmm. the Bayesians know what it was doing properly and they put money behind Rihanna seeing that she blew up. I mean, we got people that blow up from St. Martin that we'd say, I mean, okay, cool. Red Eye Crew. Mm-hmm. Their man got a hell of a following in France. Mm-hmm. Their man is practically superstars over there. Mm-hmm. What, what, what we doing in any way to capitalize? Or, or, let me not say we. What the government of St. Martin do to capitalize on that well when it comes to reaching out toward to them mm. or maybe trying to i mean maybe somebody personally gonna get them in a jingle for election or, mm. some, or yeah. something like that or maybe do a show something like that i, I don't really know them personally that i have to see what the relationship really is with the government but from what i see in at least it don't really look like it, they're being utilized and they you could say are the biggest group in simatic the red eye crew is the biggest group in simatic one of them, yeah. Concerning, I no, no. Red Eye Crew is, is the biggest crew in Saint Martin. Um, the only thing that you could say maybe, well, maybe well, not well, well, big well, well, Like I, I know they'd be doing the thing. I know they'd be touring different places and performing and playing different Orange places Grove, as well. Yeah, but so that's why I'm like, not, mm. not, not like Red Eye Crew, mm. but. Not like Red Eye Crew. I don't know. I ain't like, I mean, follow, I mean following Red Eye Crew as in depth and things for me to say like may, undoubtedly on top. Maybe maybe that's me and Orange Grove as well. But from mm. what I've been seeing and from what I like hearing, cause I have a couple of them on Facebook, mm. yeah, the social media and all that. From what I've been seeing by Red Eye Crew, maybe because Red Eye Crew um, audience things when you see them performing, you yeah. see the clips of that is is more like younger people, so the mm. energy is more you know high bass, high strong, and all that kind what of stuff. Kane, what about Kenya though? No, but you see, Kenya is up and coming. Mm. Up and coming. And he's a solo artist. Yeah. Not only that, but he, he has was talking about a group. And he, yeah. Red Eye Crew is a group. Not only True. that, but I also put them as an artist in general. Like, they are one of the biggest artists from Simatin. Simatin. Period. Like, whether it's, whether it's solo mm. or, or thing. Like, That's true. That, That's true. They is one of the biggest. I can't say they are the biggest. Like, I can say with a group, but they is. Mm. But I just feel like, you know, Kenya definitely no, may, he, may making see, an impact with some he, of his he recent is, work. But the thing is, Kenya have yet to be as consistent as Red Eye Crew because he mm. just come out so we can't really we can't compare him because it's not, it's not fair 
Because we're, we're like grooving out here for you for, for the years. Kenyo mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. I think he get really popular last year, but he probably been fun. he probably been on the scene for a little while if you had know him personally. I don't think I don't think I, n- I ain't like I never really heard of this Kenyo. To me, me he was like a pop out of <laughs> nowhere yo, type of thing. I refuse to believe because I, I really like that song, that Who You For song. I mm-hmm. find that like that should be like what is it, Martin Antons? Because I really like <laughs> Like that really emphasize it's the the Caribbean culture. You have to ask who you fucking. You don't know. You might be taking your cousin. You never mm. know the islands well. If you're born, it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a very it's a very stereotypical. Uh, like you know something that really encapsulates him and people is like once I, you go by new, so. new old people is like who you for? Yeah, like, it's, it's the yeah. most like one of the most common phrase. questions. Exa- just that, exactly, like, and, and in everyday culture, and everyday because, life. I think because my my mm. infatuation with the song, I refuse to believe. Oh, I don't want to believe that that's just a one-hit wonder type something. I don't think that is no, the case man. at all because feel like the man has displayed talent and you could hear the man legit can sing, like dance different but things. I mean, He's a charismatic type of dude. You could see yeah, that. I, I mean, I He's don't know, know him personally. So like, just following my Instagram and stuff yeah. like that, different moves the man make. I'm looking at the videos and stuff. From his video alone, the way he interacts with the camera and things like that is something that's different than a lot of artists. You can see the man is comfortable. Exactly. That's like, what I mean. It don't not, seem like he uh, he just come out of nowhere. Yeah. Like he said, like you can see he's been doing stuff. I just but he just exactly like, he just get popular love. so that's what I say. I mean, the man ready to go. That's why I'm saying. That's why at least from my eyes, how it looks from the outside, it looks like this man is ready to go. If this man, he just needs more songs, keep making songs it, and stuff yeah, like that. I and would definitely like support this man 100. And I mean, I, I mean, if going else about the Martin artists, I mean, you got um, v- um, Voss, King Voss. Yeah, I mean, King this Voss. man, he, King, the, 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 the man big. Mm. No, no, you know, home of the man, the man got tunes, boy. Man, do anything. The man, man making big moves and things. So, I mean, I, w- I was just talking about REC specifically because, right, because when it comes to like backing hmm. from fans, it's REC. By they, they top in the mountain for sure. I feel for now, at least. I just feel like music videos is a similar way to be like, yo, look at all the different music videos from Samantha and all of this is free advertising for the tourism bureau to like. To attract people, showing the beauty of the beaches and different things like that. Government should just have a, a fund, basically, to be like, yo, if for young artists that want to shoot videos and thing, here's this go. money. Like, you yeah, just fill in a certain farm or whatever, then, get yeah, access to this money, shoot your video because this is in benefit of the island. Like. Yeah, as long as it's not maybe something not. like what you might call it, like Bush boys back in the day. Like I understand that may not be the cookies. I understand that may not be the image you want to put out there. Boy, but then from? from like the colors videos and stuff <laughs> like that, some of the things this man yo, do it is beautiful yo, and nothing but beautiful imagery. This man showing greenery and white sandy beaches and things. This man, this man the, the man on the rise, boy. He yeah. continue. He gonna be the, one of the biggest solo artists in Samantha. Guarantee you. When did the Colors and Kenyo track come in? That's a good question. Similar, nah. similar veins of artists. Nah, 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 really. No, 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 like, no, 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 but he had singles from since about 2014, 2015. Hmm. Who, who we just compared? It was Kenya and yeah, the colors. No, the colors is more of a pop mm-hmm. type vibe. I feel like they both. 
can live in the same <coughs> if you put them on the same song I feel that they both can they coexist yeah, I, I, yeah, in a similar zone so. I think so too they both I mean look Gilla and, and The Colors I mean mm. Gilla did, could do hip hop thing too so I mean that, yeah. that might be a bad comparison actually never mind I take that one yeah they both <laughs> kind of mainstream ish type of sound they both can sing in midday yeah. like, mm-hmm. I feel Kenyo singing is a little more um, different than The Colors singing but because <laughs> Kenyo probably Kenyo's like <laughs> I mean, not the trying to share that because nah, I'm saying because a man could do a lot more than me. Because he's doing a lot. He could do a lot more than me. That's why I stopped. That's why I stopped with saying what I was going to say. I feel like Kenyo is just, just more. The colors I see him as also a rapper type of dude. He also mm, has he that is. element mm-hmm. in his game. So mm-hmm. to me, Kenyo just more specific, specialized. Like I'm a singing person. Like singing is what I do. I ain't necessarily trying to, or at least that's the vibe that I get from Kenyo. I really get. I really get the whole rapping vibe from him either. To be quite honest, so I. I, I feel you I feel you without but I mean they got others here and there or just I don't know if they're inconsistent or if it's just like is other things like I mean they got General Perry mm. you got they got General they got um, what your name is Solo mm. Solo Queen Solo Queen um, they got Rum, Rum yeah. they got O3 we can't, we can't forget about Rum O3 as well um, well, so so all so of these people so they, they got Rum hey they got all of these people that out there being ambassadors um, for St. Martin and stuff putting on representing Saint Martin Kelvin. culture in different ways and uh, I forget what you call yeah. Calvin Calvin um, yeah. producer Kali um, no not, not Calvin 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 with the and thing yeah. so artist man yeah only Calvin I can think of is King James yeah. yes that's what's happening about King James okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out King James. You know, the man, and it. The man, too, the kid, be Which one now? I said, you remember the name of those stuff? He called it last year. Um, um, oh, crap. I can't, I can't. I have to be doing my head, but I want, yeah. I don't want to say it in my head, because, I mean, I, I, mean, I want to say it out loud, because it sounds stupid, and, and I don't make fun of people when they sing it, so, you know, I, I don't want that karma come back on me, so, I um, We understand the circumstances. Man, you know, I, I continue to come, so, okay, this, this will piss me off, I got to um, Just to bring up something quick that you had mentioned, Red Eye Crew is actually working with a French side government to get something in works and whatnot. Okay, so I got to take it back what I say then. That, no. that was in the works, but ever since... Something that happened in 2015, I believe it was. That connection kind of died on a bit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That was a problem. Not rough. Not rough man. And to bring up your question earlier about if the festival is going to help, it depends on what kind of festivals mm-hmm. I would have to look for and, to, um, to promote. <coughs> because I could either do festivals for the locals mm. or for the internationals. But if I do it for the internationals, we would have to do, like, let me say, do that. For every cruise ship that come in, you ask a hundred people to fill in something about what's their favorite type of music, and count oh, that up, and then you so say, bad. okay, of this group of tourists who love Saint Martin does come, and they like this type of music, maybe you could persuade them to come because you got this type of artist who does play their favorite type of music for them. Mm-hmm. So it depends on which angle you actually look to organize the event to say you know we're going best. Listen, I, I am of the I, I am of the belief that any idea is a good idea. It all depends on how it's executed. That's a fact. Because yeah. I've seen many, I've seen many times yeah. the way you propose something I get, like I think it's, I it's to me it's like this. If you want to do something, it may not always be the right fit for a certain place out of, but almost any idea can work if it's executed properly. Yeah, but just because it can work doesn't mean it's a good idea. That too. If it works and it's successful and it if it accomplishes the goal that was set out. If it accomplishes the goal that was set out, how is it not good? 
if for example the idea was let's organize a festival for locals and for international people and thing, it might be like okay that some people might say that's a bad idea but, but it just exactly depends on how are you executing and how how much research are you willing to do to ensure that you execute it good are you going to like we were saying about handing out surveys and different things like that to find mm-hmm. out what interest would people like how you would need to do the same thing in order to execute mm. that idea well it would just I be could, different I questions could, and could, stuff like I, that you need to find out be like okay what is the commonalities so between the what? The in, what are the commonalities oh. between international fans and the local people what do mm. you what what is it that the local people want what price point works for them what artists do they want to see all of these type of things what works for the international people once you have that information or look at okay cool what's the cross section where's the overlap and those you focus on that as whatever the selling point is any idea can be a good idea if you're willing to make it work dog it may not work out for Saint Martin, but you could have tried it somewhere else but I mean, this is what i'm saying I mean, any idea work- can be good it doesn't matter how you execute but this I mean, idea dog. but if it didn't work out i mean it wasn't a good idea no yeah, but I said if it does work out, mm-hmm. if it does achieve the goal that you set out to, oh, if then, your yeah, goal yeah. was okay, we trying to have five hundred festival people, and that's what we judging the success as. Because from time you organize the plan, you need to have some kind of uh, metric set up so you can be like, okay, was this a good thing? How how do you continue and plan the next one? Like you need to know before you even started how it is. Well, what will be your success measurement? Yeah, and. If you settle to be like, okay, we want 85% attendance, that's our goal to be like, okay, we had a successful festival. That means I'd assume you don't budget how much money you're going to make. If you have that amount of people coming to your festival from tickets sold, or maybe an estimate if everybody buys one drink, one food and thing. I know these type of things because in my mind, or I have to do festival organizing. <laughs> like that was part of my thing. Getting um, lectures and stuff from one of the dudes from Apple Pop or Pink Pop and stuff like that. One of the Pink organizers Pop. from that. Dude is who was like one of my lecturers and that is dope when you see the amount of detail and planning these people go into is like anything can work dog you just gotta find the right niche the right advertising the right marketing for it any idea can work it's just how it's executed I, 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 I still find that that could be debatable because some, some things tell me an idea that wouldn't work and I'll tell you how it can <laughs> like genetic testing like I, I, I don't see that as a good idea like it that and at this thing, what way? Like, like on what? Like fucking around with good human genetics. Like I don't see that <laughs> being a good idea. Period. Because then somebody else gonna get that technology, and then they gonna mess it up, and we all screwed. AI. I don't find that's a good idea either. Artificial intelligence. I don't find that's a good idea. That's just me personally. But I don't find like it's a good idea. Cause I, f- I really find there's gonna be some asshole who's gonna be like, hey, you know, I could do this. Or I don't find this. I don't find this is good enough. Or I don't find this working. And then they go and screw up the whole system, and then we all dead. We gonna blow up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, God, like, like, I don't know how you want me to respond to that because it's like you tell me give me a situation. One, I don't, for I don't, one, I don't, I don't for one, AI to me ain't a good idea. We talking about two totally different you subjects, understand, right? You understand? <laughs> like I don't know how the man want me to respond to that. Like you clearly saw the types of ideas yeah, and stuff hey, I was laying you, out, but you didn't say specifically. You just say give me a give you a good idea. I don't find that's that's a and, and that's another thing. That, where I don't need to give you the good idea. I don't need you to. I don't need to rebut the argument because there's many people that already been talking about the upsides. The reason why you're even looking into all of those technologies is yeah, because then, of all the upsides the, and stuff like that. At the same time, yes, there does exist a, down, a downside. Does exist, but I mean that that would be in anything then. If that's the case, then every single thing have a downside. Yeah, yeah then but that's more just how I see life. Everything has a downside. Everything is balanced. At the end it's of the all day, about it perspective. However, you look at something, you can find a positive. You can find a negative in anything. That's true. That, that I is. Com- I completely. So, like agree. with the GMO, with GMOs and stuff like that. I mean, there's 
bigger apples and redder fruits okay, and so things what, that so stay good for longer so and all that. What's the negative thing with, with going vegan? You stop eating chicken. Yeah, if you like flavor and stuff <laughs> like that. If if taste is what you prioritize, if taste and but then taste the, isn't taste just what you get accustomed to. So can't you just like, get accustomed to something else? You could readjust, you but can. not everybody necessarily eats because they want to have logic. Not everybody eats for logical reasons, like because no, they want to say. A lot of people do a lot of I shit mean, for logical reasons. I mean, I feel like the veganism thing. The most of the most people's <laughs> argument for veganism is based on a logical thing because of how much water it takes to raise cattle and things. So if you look at the meat industry and all of that, the how detrimental it is on a worldwide scale because mm-hmm. of how much resources it use and stuff like that because of the cruelty to animals these are our logical reasons some people just eat because like yo chicken tastes good it's just that simple for them i don't care about all of these other long-term effects and whatever it does like and that's what i'm saying like it's not a logical thing it's an emotional thing for some people and that's why it all depends on what you prioritize not everybody prioritizes the logical the rational some people i just been i just been up because we were saying like everything got bad thing i remember we was talking last week about the whole Logic behind going vegan. You go vegan, be so no. I mean, I can win all the all nah. talk care about you. Go vegan. I tell myself, ready. If I would have to go down that road, the first I can go is vegetarian. Hmm. I cannot go full vegan. <coughs> I don't think so. You don't know. I don't care enough. <laughs> to be quite honest, <laughs> I really, don't, exactly I really, same thing. I really <laughs> don't care enough. And I understand that completely. So like, I, it's, it's not as, it's not as the environment something, but like people to be like, oh yeah, the animals. And like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, them over me. I mean, I want to eat human. I kind of <laughs> like lamb. I like steak. So I mean, I I want no human tartare. <laughs> So <laughs> that that's just my, I mean that's just like me personally. I mean they got people out there in the world whose culture is completely different. I mean they got Chinese people yeah. eating man and dog and them kind of ones. So I mean, like for me, I did the I did the vegan thing for a while, but that requires too much reprogramming in some ways. Like if you. When you look at the amount of some of my go-to meals and things, things that I know to cook, things that I just kind of don't want like an autopilot, the amount of relearning how to do new types of dishes. If you go vegan, kind like vegetarian, vegetarian is bad enough. Yeah. Cut out all the meat. Okay, so now I got to find a way to cook without meat. And now it's like, okay, cool. So no more pizzas. If you cut no cheese now on top of that, we're going vegan, for no, example. No, no more pizzas, no more no, like pastas and all of these type self. of things that... It's just go-to meals for me in cooking and vegetarian, stuff. Vegetarian, if you have to go vegetarian, vegetarian is a is a eating choice. Vegan yeah. is a lifestyle. Yep, right. like that yeah, exactly. Like, and for vegetarian, hey, all you gotta do is everybody like, who do it. Yeah, you definitely respect. a stronger That's person a commitment. than me. <laughs> you're a stronger <laughs> person than me. You're a better person than me, and they mo- need more humans like you in the world. Because if God you go damn. vegetarian, all you gotta do is replace all your Dude. meat with tofu, and that's it. No, I can. Yeah, okay, I ain't saying it's the best tasting thing in the world. Like, I, that, that's kind of how But if you really think of it, all your meat could be re- replaced by tofu. How you just cook your meat? That cook like, tofu. That's like, like, that's like asking you leave a Dutch person cook your meat or you leave somebody <laughs> from the Caribbean cook your meat. It's like you want unseasoned thing or you want something Okay, when you're talking flavor. about Dutch, you're talking about Holland Dutch yeah, or no, Suriname I, Dutch? No, no, I'm talking, I'm talking <laughs> about Suriname like, like, like Netherlanders. We know, like, I'm the biggest fan of Surinamese people's cooking. Like, Yo. Shout out to my certain people. I, I think, don't think I, there's I think nothing. It would be, I think that would be my second. Yo. One of my, like, my favorite. Really some of my favorite cuisines is like Italian. Like I love pastas and stuff like that. Yeah, and like then the right cuisine. after that is probably Surinamese and Chinese maybe is like after that. Like, I think Chinese is favorite junk food. Or like quote unquote junk food. Like if you have if you had to 
consider like that. A, uh, sata potato and then one. Yeah, sata potato uh, or eat, chicken eat fried chop rice. Suey, you gotta eat the, the chop suey. Like, <laughs> chop suey with some white rice. That's just not stir fried vegetables <laughs> you, you and get, chicken. You, you, you get, you learn that uh, or you start eating that from a girlfriend at one point nah, in time. My mother been eating chop suey oh, and some, like... Some woman. I know it has to be something. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jack. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for some sexes, but it had to be some female. I know it has to be. My mother been a health conscious woman and stuff like that. So it's like, okay, if I could go Chinese, what's the healthy Chinese I could get somewhat? And it's like white rice, vegetables. It all tastes good, man. But I, yo, I mean, okay, don't get me wrong, though. Sinomese food, bang. You know, I I, Masi, I love I love mommies, I love I love my moximity, but that like I mean that is stereotype the basics. I to to me the best basic. the best is Japanese, but hands down, but Japanese cuisine. That but as me, I, I maybe I have a maybe a Japanese kind of sushi is the stereotypical Japanese cuisine. Yo, they but have I mean, like, so what much more than other, sushi. Daddy. I know ramen from watching them. So. <laughs> <laughs> they got ramen. They got. I ain't gonna lie, ramen is great. I had it once by this place and thing. No, and it's like, n- no, it's garbage. There's not yo. There's no no way nobody could tell me anything here in Holland tastes like anything. I ain't I, saying I, it. Like no, no, I know, but no, no, don't get me, don't get me wrong. I, I'm not attacking you personally. I just mm-hmm. you know, I just get a little personal because you know it's. Not not the same. It's not the same. Well, but I also take but. it to go to Japan so we can eat it. <laughs> you understand? Sure. No, but, like. but they got they got a whole bunch of things. They got like, for instance, they got a fried chicken. They the call chicken namban. Mm-hmm. It's like an orange chicken. If I had to like compare it to something that we know, mm-hmm. it's like an orange chicken. But they glaze it in like a mayonnaise sauce. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best chickens I had in my life. True. What? Even though I do like Japanese food, the best chicken I ever had, legit, hands down. Sweet and I, I traveled around the world, no, by Vietnam, but hmm. Vietnam, I had the best chicken I had in my life. The, the best chicken in life. Like I've never be- thought about what was the best. <laughs> best like, and yo, never what thought was it. your what was your <clears throat> more what was your like most memorable chicken moment? Everything from fried chicken, <clears throat> baked chicken, stewed chicken. What was your favorite chicken moment? That's a good question for the <clears throat> audience. Ne- yo, are you listening? Leave <laughs> us know. What's your favorite chicken moment? I never thought I <laughs> like. You gonna make me go home and take on this shit for real? I've pondered a lot of things in life, <laughs> what but your I don't think I've ever moment, pondered but, this. Like, I have two Popeye. In Vietnam as well, mm. cause that was that, that was good. I got mine. And and our local Vietnamese restaurant said I got asked my partner John. You know, shout out John. Mm. Um, about it on what it's called because damn, mm. that was good. But what was yours being? In Suriname, they got this bootleg KFC as I just call it called Naskip. Yes. Naskip nah, man. Is nah, man. life. No man. Naskip can't be Popeyes. I sorry. Hmm. Which Popeyes? Pop, pop, American Popeyes. Okay, I know it's American Popeyes. Okay, yeah, I, okay, maybe that's me again being biased and not and being more yeah, like an American. Side. I, think pro- I think pro- I would probably go with sweet and sour chicken, like Chinese, like Chinese sweet and sour, sour, sour chicken. chicken. I think that's probably like. That's your that's your like that's your memorable chicken. Like, that's your like favorite probably, like, chicken. My favorite dog. chicken, like really form the chicken, <laughs> the way to prepare it. I guess like I don't know. <laughs> That's your most memorable chicken moment. See the summer chicken. Like, okay, which one like, then? From St. Martin? Banging. From St. Martin? From Holland? From, like, Manbo, for example. Like, they just make pretty damn good sweet and sour chicken. Manbo and, and St. Martin. Okay. The sweet and sour chicken is pretty good. Like, but to me, most, every, almost every Chinese restaurant, I've went, the sweet and sour chicken is more or less the same. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Like, true. sweet and sour chicken in particular is more or less the same. Yeah. So I just feel like sweet and sour chicken in general from a Chinese restaurant. I don't know which one, <laughs> well, like... <laughs> but it's true if if that it, but you know why it is because sweet and sour chicken because just like you say 
is is a known something is a safe meal so you yeah. know anywhere you go if you if somebody say yo you want chinese yeah man you know i could go with a sweet yeah. sour chicken you know you know that like, like, that's a go-to something like a, a, a chicken fried rice like for me i know my ribs moment cut to me is max plays ribs like okay, there's no, no I, max no. plays ribs nah i can't i don't there's other oh, good play. I've had good barbecue ribs and thing, but Max, Max plays please? ribs regarding just, just come off exactly. the bone. Thank you, Bean. You know, articulating it perfectly for me. They have a play. They have Max a place. Max plays garlic, um, the chicken pasta as well, and the scallop potato. No, no, Max the, plays the just muscle pasta. You know the muscle pasta. I, I want no muscles in my pasta. Yo. <laughs> I need it weak. I know. <laughs> 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 what? I want no muscle. Hey, you call me a fool. <laughs> you dare to? You have the audacity Yo, to call I'm me a saying. fool. <laughs> I'm a rapper. That's the what we're playing right there. No man, don't want no gains in your pasta. No, I need yeah, weak pasta. That, that, that gotta be in your track, dog. No gains in your pasta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, the chicken just. pasta. The chicken pasta from March base is good shit, dog. But. The guy got garlic shrimp. The shrimp. I had a chicken there. Yeah. I had a chicken there too. I mean, it's. Uh, mm. I mean, we're not about the chicken. We're talking about the ribs. Did you not talk about Mark's place on the last podcast? I remember having this conversation recently with somebody talking about like, no, I don't think it's what's this? I don't think it's no, this is just for somebody else. I was like, probably, I was like, yeah. I was asking, what's the status of Mark's place? You know, with post Irma and stuff like, is does it still exist? Is yes, it still yes. open? Oh, it still does. Yes, it okay. That's good. Well, news. Go. That's good. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> you know, when you live down the road, <laughs> shut up, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> when you live down the road, <laughs> you just know these things quick. But no. yeah, I gotta go back there. You know. No, all you got to try from Japan too, the beef boy. Kobe beef? Mm-hmm. Now what? If I go to Japan, I going to sit up for like Yo, half a year. ramen. They got I just the, like, have to go there and stay for a while. Katsudon, which is like rice, but it's sweet rice. And then it is an egg on top with like a chicken a chicken cutlet type something. Ch- mm-hmm. Chicken cutlet? That's another form of chicken that I enjoy a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that. I, I love a chicken cutlet from the Chinese is, is, is lumber like, is lumber stuff will really get me in that whole chicken cutlet life with the chicken sauce and yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Sauce, chicken, chicken sauce. sauce so. but yeah, but mm-hmm. hey, I've yet to get somewhere that hey, I got decent chicken sauce. Like I've been in Smart for four years. Hmm. Y'all make me a little depressed over here. Bye. Bye. Gotta go, I had it in so you long. Gotta go come in in Amsterdam. I, I know there there's like one Ooh. of the few Chinese restaurants in Amsterdam yeah. that's like somewhat. Like an Antillian chain, like what we used to, you know. I can save it in my phone later. They got, they got that, and they got one, they got one in Belmont too. That ain't bad. They're by the by the port, they by blocker. According to me, they they have a commune in the start, and they have a commune in Belmont, if I'm not mistaken. And I think that's, I think it's is something. But they have similar. multiple. They got multiple Chinese in Belmont, so it, it could one yeah, of them. It could be commune and that's another true, one. But I, I, I think the one is, it, I think is a is a name similar, but not mm. exactly the same. It's like okay, okay. one of those, you know, all mm. you, like the Chinese name is sound like, but it ain't alike because you know. So being, I know we got kind of distracted and <laughs> way off topic know, we with this interview. <laughs> but you know, Chicha, maybe before you wrap up and all of these things, cause I mean, I'm not saying wrapping up now, no. But I mean, to get back on topic, like what do you have upcoming regarding DJ? And like, what you got if, to plug? What, 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 what do people got to look forward to? If somebody wants to see you play again, you know, what's the next um, upcoming? thing if there is anything already known right now nothing is known i am working on something to play the 30th of march i believe that's a friday to mm. go into my birthday okay, okay. um but the only thing i really have is the last friday turnips every last friday of the month i just go live on facebook play music for the people I have was, them enjoy themselves and other than that the only thing i really working on is my website 
Mm, yeah, I, 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 I recently saw that. Like, yeah, I post a little bit of a logo and thing about yeah. your website and thing. So, like, what, what you plan to, what type of content can people expect to see on your website? Mixes, I assume. Um, You see, when you come to Holland, you just learn a hard lesson. Mm-hmm. And promoters want to see websites. Mm-hmm. So now I got to try to get my website up in order, everything getting smooth and whatnot. But what you can mostly find is probably videos of where I perform. Oh, okay. uh, mixes. Like, why, pictures. Why? Why? Why do you need a website when social media is? There? Social media is there, but social media don't do enough. Okay. You see, when you talk to a lot of DJs and they just be like, "Yeah, just go on the websites," because you can find everything a on lot quicker on websites. Okay. Instead of going, okay, Facebook got this, Twitter got that, Instagram got this, this got and that. And then that. you also have to look search you to try to figure out like what type of content this is and stuff that yeah. I wears on a website. It's like this is my portfolio. This is my resume. Here's exactly. everything I've did from like. Oh, and not only that, that makes sense. with a website is the best way to get the promoters to get your press kit because press kit is something big in Holland. I didn't know that until recent. Mm. And basically, a press kit is um, a zip folder they have to download with your pictures in it a that I have to wonder a story, your pictures, your logo, and if you have any, you have to give your video animations if they got background screen. Mm. So I have that, to get all of that in order and that, whatnot. That sounds complex. <laughs> it's similar to like when when art when artists performing at the festival and thing they just send the writer yeah. and stuff of like okay I need three bottles of Hennessy I need this type of mic I need this TV like mm-hmm. all of the that that's kind of how it is gold if you get in certain they artists can specify what mics you need as well yeah yeah because like if you're doing a rock concert for example the type of equipment is very dependent like this guitar sounds like this way this guitar sounds like that way I uh, need okay, to get okay, this okay. guitar with this mic amped up to it in a certain way to get this particular sound because this is what we was rehearsing with with our sound guy that create that exact sound on whatever and like that sound complex too yeah that, like that's what, in that's what engineers is that's what yeah. like professional audio engineers and stuff stage technicians and things it's their job to know like okay god knows when get, the, right, to get the writers anything and anything in the music industry is just a whole lot of work especially in these big places like you holland know, i think anything is a lot of work once you take it once that you take is it true serious. Hmm. Depends, some things happen on what level you do it on depends yeah, on what level you yeah, do it that, that, that's what more me depends like, depend on what level you do it on I mean, I mean volleyball could be hard or it could be really really easy if you're doing Olympic level volleyball type of shit versus compared to, like, to recreational yeah, people yeah, like, exactly. yeah. or if you're doing looking at Coachella organizing one of those type of festivals <laughs> versus, versus, versus like <laughs> I show Hennigan got to still a lot of work to go into that festival. No, like, I'm from not stage sure. set up and I'm everything. Sure. Like I know that's still a, sure. the, the three day. Uh, I just I just oh, hold on, it's five days, four days, the whole week. No, it's from Wednesday to Sunday. You know, I mean, Wednesday to Sunday, mm. and for them to organize that, they have to write a six hundred page plan for Ampak. No amount I know of, how no amount plan of per- is in English. Like the amount of um, yeah, 600? I don't know the thing, but the amount 600. of like um permits and different things that need to be regulated for the locations that they use in bringing in people securities and volunteers and like like well yeah more or less and (laughs) and adjusted i mean when you have something going on an annual festival it would be stupid to be like why would we throw away all the stuff that we just did last year with budgeting and all of that exactly so just update it i assume whatever's new this year no but that's 600 page thing and that's what i actually gonna end up working myself too because that's the amount you gonna have to write if you want to really organize events. Hey, kudos to people like, like you. Well, <laughs> when I saw the list, like the breakdown, kind of like the dude, the lecturer that I had from my event management class, he had show us the actual list that he used from one of the festivals he had organized. Like, yo, the amount of details, like, call, like they really plan everything on better detail regarding who's doing what, when is it happening, what date, and everything. Like, 
call this person after the call like that is very very detailed and everything so that they make sure we know how everything is happening and we can clearly track everything and we can see where it went wrong and stuff like they've because they probably messed up a lot before like from six months in advance and thing from when the it's just maybe a weekend or whatever and they don't start from six months in advance like okay tickets on sale now and stuff like that the facebook page is set up okay we could start collecting the pre-sale tickets so that once we have this amount of money we know we could buy this this and this and that we could get a stage we could do this like pay off this one yeah yeah. we could get we could confirm this artist and stuff because now we have a certain amount of pre-sale tickets sold and stuff and you know we could offer them uh we could we don't reach out to this and this sponsor to pay for the stage and blah 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 and like the I, amount I, of I detail dog is crazy i can imagine i give me a little headache yes, <laughs> and then, then even talking about none of the financials when the man was okay, going no, through no, like no, budgeting that, that was come, the come, fourth come, stop come. like Before budgeting all of that is crazy i got i got budgeting finance and that comes my name people so but yeah, you know, I think we've been here for a while. We we strayed on on a whole plethora of topics. We we didn't stick on one, but you know that's usually how it is here on the link up. You know, it's, it's free flowing conversation. So before we actually do close it, mean give the people where they could find you, where they could reach you, how they could reach you, social uh, medias and whatnot. Every single social media you could end off with a handle DJB ninety seven. Okay, so, so Instagram. Snapchat, Instagram, DJB97, Facebook, Facebook.com slash DJB97, Twitter, the same thing. Uniformity makes it easy for people to find yeah, 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 yeah. Everything like, is DJB97. Um, website going to be up on my birthday itself, March 31st. So okay. I don't okay. have people building up to that. Not um, even I know, sorry, don't forget. You can't say they know anybody was. And to end off on a positive note, everybody just stay safe, be blessed, be happy, and make sure you do the best in everything you can responsibly because you don't want to have no tragic accidents or anything. And I wish everybody a very happy end of the year. Happy rest of the year. We kind of early. I mean, January. January. A very happy rest of the year. Okay. I mean, that, that's, you that's, heard it yourself from DJB. <laughs> Much appreciated. And again, like always, if uh, you have anything y'all, anything else y'all want us to talk about or any other subjects y'all would like us to talk about, let us know in the comments. Um, link up Facebook page. Link up YouTube. Um, you can just type in the link up podcast. It's a lot easier to find us on YouTube. Yeah. Um, or you can hit, hit up me and Mr. King directly. Um, and again, with that, leave us know what your favorite chicken moment was. <laughs> you know, that question, that question, that's the question, that question of the week. What, favorite what, chicken yeah, experience. You know, most your memorable. Favorite, yeah, what was your most memorable chicken experience? You know, let, let, let me hear some of our chicken stories. So stereotypical <laughs> black. Like, they, they, Black people talking about chicken. A room full of black people talking about chicken. But I mean, at least they chicken and Kool-Aid. <laughs> Yo, some, actually the best no, chicken in the world first too. No, now we're starting a new discussion. <laughs> that's not what we're here to do. So I would just like to say thank you, Lean, for taking the trip, you know, making the yeah, journey. Yes, yes, it's much better. Anytime, anytime, anytime. I'll be back. Sometime. And for being no, a listener as well, you know, again, yeah. like I didn't say before, I, you know, subscribe to the YouTube channel, you know. We appreciate sure everybody shout, listening. You know, support, support the boy, homie, Bean, DJ Bean. Check out he mix tapes and I show y'all so cloud too, right? And I, I, no, I, I am mixed cloud. Mixed cloud. Mm-hmm. So check out the cloud and type in <laughs> and type in DJ B. <laughs> type in DJ B. You might just see. Blessings, everybody. Till till next time. Yes, with that we'll see you the next time we link up. Bless. Done. Peace out. <laughs>